LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel Center ministry every week. Derek, Scott, we're talking. We're going to be talking about sort of the sort of rhythms and cycles of uh, of the year today. We're going to be and we're going to be encouraging pastors, church leaders, teams to be thinking about being focused. Mm. Um, what's kind of your What's kind of your yearly rhythm for sort of holidays and and uh, and taking it easy? Like, do you have a sort of a Hannah a Hannah sort of family holiday sort of rhythm? No, I'm hopeless with holidays. Um, like Christmas is our downtime now. It didn't used to be um, when we were working at church, but uh, Christmas is our downtime now. Uh, and so generally September holidays is, is when we'd go away as well. Um, but yeah, just, you know, when people are in ministry, all those times that everyone else is having holidays, you're not having holidays. And so it really does throw you out. Um, you know, that's, that is a sacrifice to the gospel. What about the Sanders? What do they do? Well, yeah, we've recently, I guess the kids are now all in school and, um, you know, life is busy during term time. So so we have switched in some ways to that rhythm of, uh, of holidays. Uh, and that kind of works as well with the consulting stuff that I do with, uh, with the development program. You know, it's, it's not great to visit a church on a holiday period because often, you know, staff are, on, staff are on leave and on breaks. Mm. So um, I actually, yeah, I, I, I like the Christmas, Christmas break and I also enjoy, um, I enjoy July. Like I think Jul- the July break is always good because you get, you get the ability to go to the mountains or do something in a cold place, only for a couple of days. Uh, only for a couple of days, but I like I like that ability to sort of, you know, get out of Sydney and go to the Blue Mountains for a couple of days and you know do something up there. Now I I can't help but feel you've asked me this question not only because you're concerned about when I'm taking holidays, but also you've got an agenda here. What's your agenda, Scott? <laughs> well, you've just hit the nail on the head. I was going to ask you about why you're not taking any holidays in July, <laughs> but uh, but that should not go on the recording. It's just uh, <laughs> there was an agenda, and you've just helpfully picked it up. I was going to talk to you about you need to take holidays, so yes, you do. Anyway. I just noticed today that you didn't say I'm going to take holidays and staff meeting, so I just wanted to put that on the agenda. It was actually really non, it was a actually non-conf- non-confrontational way. It was actually <laughs> the thing I, sp- I shared with Bruce in my small sharing group in our staff meeting. So, uh, there okay, go. there you go. Well, that's uh, good. Okay. Now, the one thing is brought to you with thanks to Reach Australia and planning Derek's holidays. Uh, but for now, you press play on another episode of The One Thing. <laughs> uh, okay. The One Thing's brought to you with thanks to Reach Australia. But for now, you press play on another episode of The One Thing. Term 3 Focus. Term 3 Focus. Now, there are some predictable things that are going to happen in church life during the year. Like Easter is going to happen. Christmas is going to happen. December 25. Wow, you knew the date. Well done. That's good. Yep. So those things just locked in. There's probably in everyone else's calendar in different church life. There's probably certain things that have to happen. Growth groups need to be kicked off. Kids ministry need to be kicked off. Um, uh, The question is, is this time of the year that this podcast is being released, this is term three, we're heading into term three. Um, What should be the focus now? People are feeling, I don't know, are you feeling tired? I'm feeling a little bit tired. I am looking forward to the holidays. Uh, it's another reason why I raised it. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I think I think people are getting tired, uh, particularly 
particularly in the lead up, you've done two terms of school often, so families are tired as well. Um, and and I, and I think most, you know, the energy and the, the life in most of our organisations around the place is sort of heavily focused on sort of gearing up at the start of the year. Mm. So I think all over the place people are getting tired and it's getting cold. I mean, the reality is we've just had a couple of months of really cold weather. Uh, that is enough to sort of tie you with the less sun in the, uh, you know, in the day and, and cold weather. So the question then is, what should what's realistic to focus on this time of the year? What should we focus on as people are being tired heading into term three? Well, I, I guess just just pushing into that at, at being tired, is it is it helpful to be realistic about your goals, your expectations? So is it actually you know really helpful to go, okay, we're not going to probably see a whole bunch of newcomers. It's not going to be time we're going to start you know start something uh, you know new. Uh, we're actually just going to take the pressure off a little bit, or actually set some realistic, you know, goals for newcomers and people coming into church life. Uh, we might actually decide to do some activities in church that actually uh, help community and help people actually go deeper uh, in their relationship with God, but also in their relationships with others. Um, you know, so how do you actually, you know, I guess meet people where they're at and actually provide some things that actually help people rest uh, or help people actually get you know energized and uh, and motivated through this sort of period of sort of rest and tiredness yeah okay all right so you've had like term one you're thinking really is the kickoff of the year everything's getting up and going term two often is gearing up or around Easter as well depending on where Easter falls in that in that kind of April period uh, term four you're probably heading towards Christmas um and uh you are maybe winding some things down and working out how you you ramp them up in the third year and as well one of the things we were talking about before the vision series as well if you've got if you've got things that you are going to launch in the following year your vision series often falls into term four um but there there is a question then is in this gap here what what is the most helpful way to use that what do you put in there do you do we put some structural stuff in there um I don't know what what's your advice as to how we should fill that. Just give people a term off. Don't do anything. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I think I think you've 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 kind of hit the nail on the head. Uh, this sort of period of sort of July, August, you know, June, July, August ought to be being used for planning. Uh, you know, for evaluating you know what's happened this year already, but then actually planning for next year. So 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 take this sort of time to to look back to evaluate but also to, to look forward to start putting your plans together which which may involve uh, you know raising up teams may involve uh, you know reallocations in your church budget or raising money but actually doing the hard work now to think okay what are we going to be doing next year what are we going to need from a, a reasonable resource and sort of people perspective uh, what what plans can we start to you know, shape put in put into practice. So use this time to sort of look look inward with a view to sort of looking outward. Uh, and so term three, again, there might not be lots of external activity happening, um, but but you actually use it to actually plan and 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 prepare. Uh, I think the other thing just to say is uh, for for some contexts, summer mission is really important. And so you know, summer can be really busy doing mission, but actually winter uh, can be a, a good time for mission in in other in in some contexts as well. So I think in Sydney, uh, particularly in sort of suburban metropolitan area, a lot of families actually don't go away on holidays in the middle of the year. And so uh, you know, running a kids kids ministry program in the middle of the year and in this sort of um, middle term break, I think can be really uh, you know really useful, and you can you can build moment, momentum for mission and reaching out to. Uh, to to families, I think uh, you know really really well. 
so just to say, I think in some contexts, they actually might be gearing up and having, you know, a, a season of mission and then a season of follow-up in that in that uh, term three area. Um, I, I wonder as well if, you know, is term three the time to do, um, you know, particularly coming out of COVID, and, and again, you should have already done, you should have already been organising these things, but is it the time to be running a sort of a, a house party a weekend away? Um, again, I think often weekends away can be used well at the start of the year to sort of kick things off and to, to really go deep and build community. But I, I think they can also be used in the second half of the year if you've had a lot of newcomers coming in and you haven't had that, you know, that time to build deep relationships. Putting in a weekend away, uh, and that could be a weekend weekends away via your small groups, or it could be congregationally led, you know, weekends away, or it could be whole church weekends away. Maybe you know, third term could be used uh, to to do that sort of community work and that you know that building into work. Now you've mentioned one of the things you mentioned there was uh, around staffing. Why term three? Why not term two? Uh, why not term four? Uh, yeah, just in terms of, I guess you want to be doing your planning and part of your planning is going to be thinking, well, if we're going to be starting new things or if our church is going through a growth phase, we're, we're potentially going to need to be bringing on staff. The reality is, you, you know, you don't make a staffing decision quickly. Uh, there's not lots of people sort of falling off trees that you can just quickly grab. Um, and, and then the decision, if you want to be raising up someone from within needs to be done carefully, I think, because you've got a lot more, you know, relational uh, capital there. So, so I think you want to be putting the plans together and then the the staffing, you know, planning actually needs to be following from your, you know, your objectives and, and what you're actually, you know, seeking to do in 2023. And so just to say plans are now being taking place, you might want to be spending term three to actually, uh, you know, find find those leaders, raise up those leaders. Uh, you know, internally, this this is the time probably where you need to be sort of putting in front of people that the traineeship conversation, the apprenticeship conversation. Um, partly because people are actually starting to think, okay, where am I going to be next year? Am I going to be taking on, uh, you know, a new job, a new role? Um, you know, am I going to be continuing on with uni or stopping uni? Uh, you know, what's my next year going to be looking like? So actually, to be getting in front of those conversations with people, I think, is um, is is really important. So might not necessarily need to be an event, uh, but you know, putting it in your sort of calendar to say, okay, I need to be tapping that person on the shoulder. I need to be. Uh, having a you know having a conversation with them about next year and what it might look like for them to be serving in church life. That trainee conversation for me, that term three, uh, seems to be a key key moment. It's not the first time you've ever had that, but in the calendar of actually conversations, that's the point at which people will uh, commit to a traineeship the following year. And if they don't, generally, it'll often be too late in the piece for them to do a whole bunch of other things they need to do. That is for the the congregation, the church, to be aware that they're doing it, for them to have the opportunity to raise money if it happens in term four. But term three you know, assumes you've had some vision casting for them in term two about what it would look like to do it. Term three allows you to have those more serious conversations about, okay, what's it going to look like for you to um, leave your job? What's it going to look like for you to raise some money? How much are you going to need to raise? Who are you going to need to talk to? What roles are you going to do? Uh, put together some sort of perspectives for us. But that term three uh, isn't a dead spot in the calendar for a whole number of things. may not be all the events that are happening out there, but it lays the foundation actually for some of the really key vision pieces you might talk about in term four um, and you might implement in the following year. Yeah, I, I think as well, just to keep keep saying, uh, church life is 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 a lot slower um, than often your your work you know than often a work work life you know so the ability to sort of 
uh, move things quickly is I think um, slowed down lots because you, you're involving a whole bunch of volunteers. You're involving a whole bunch of people who this isn't their main thing. This is not their 40 hour week thing. This is their 10 hour week thing. So um, again, term three can again be used for planning those long-term projects, pulling pulling together those project teams, you know, in terms of say planning for Christmas, um, uh, in terms of planning for your summer mission, if that's if that's your calendar. So actually using term three to actually start to build those teams uh, and build those uh, you know those those project plans for you know some regular annual events that you have, and I, I guess I'm just thinking about teams as well, just thinking uh, maybe maybe term three is the time you know for you to actually start implementing some changes to your uh, serving others outcome area. So we pushed into that this year at the national uh, conference in May. Um, you know, like me, you probably came back from the conference with a whole bunch of stuff to do and, and you've been just busy jumping into that. Maybe use term three to actually gather together a group of people to start thinking into, okay, what big changes do we start, uh, do we need to start making in our serving others area in church life? Uh, and, and let's actually start pulling that together team to maybe just think into that particular outcome area in church life. What what kind of planning tools would you recommend for, for churches, staff teams, whether they're paid or not? Doesn't matter for, for leadership teams as they're thinking about planning. Yeah, well, again, we've we've just done a series just recently on on the one thing you know pushing into the now, where, how. I think that's a really just simple process you know for your strategic planning. You know, spend time assessing reality, how things are going. You know, then think through well, what do we actually want to achieve, and then just you know pushing back into the well, how are we going to do that. Um, you know, make sure you're doing the brainstorm sort of part in that sort of how process, throw a whole bunch of things up. And then again, we've talked about this loss, just doing a simple um, cost and sort of impact analysis of those things. Again, that'll help start creating the conversations for what does it actually look like to do uh, what, you know, we're proposing in that sort of outcome. But it'll, it'll help you work out very quickly, you know, what are the two or three things that we actually think are going to have most impact and, and that we want to, you know, spend, you know, either a little bit of cost on or a lot of cost on to actually, uh, you know, implement them. And so I think they're, you know, just two, two tools and processes. But again, can I keep saying it, you know, I think, I think this is, it's a lot easier to do this in your study. It's a lot easier to just think about it and, you know, and do it by yourself. But how can you involve a group of people in the, in this conversation? You know, so, so I think for a lot of pastors, their, their general thrust and their general desire is to just jump in and start, thinking and doing it myself, resist that urge, actually pull pull a team together and and, uh, and think into it with others. It's hard to do that when you're tired. That's one of the challenges in that because it is much, um, particularly if you are more tending towards introversion, that when you're tired, you just, you know, at least my experience is I want to just spend time by myself in my study uh, at those moments rather than making the relational effort of pulling people together. Um, but maybe that's why the, the planning for the team thing needs to be done in the context of uh, relationship and enjoyment rather than purely function as well at that time of the year. Yeah, yeah. Again, again, they sh- the the time the, the now where how should be a time of celebration. Hope you know. Well, hopefully a time where you go. You know, the now hopefully as well. Hey, the first six months of the year have been have been great. Or you know, let, let's look for the opportunities where we're seeing God at work in people's lives and 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 changing them. You know, let's celebrate that. Uh, so make you know make sure as you're doing some of these things that you are reflecting on uh, on what God's been doing in people's lives on the change that uh, He's been uh, having amongst your people as well. Yeah, it's good. All right, Scott, what is the one thing that you want to say about Term Three? Now's the time 
to make the most of it. So think through what are the one or two things that you want to give uh, focused attention to in term three so that you can be ready for 2023. Excellent. All right, Scott. Well, what do you got What do you got in the toolbox today to help us uh, plan in term three? You, again, might want to, if you're planning and thinking into the serving others area, uh, you might want to uh, jump into the Reach Australia podcast and maybe really listen to something that you heard at the conference uh, or maybe re-listen to it with others so that you can have that introverted time listening and, and ha- hopefully you'll have a few extroverts who can jump in and uh, and start interacting with the content as well. So have a look at the Reach Australia podcast at the moment. There's a whole bunch of really good uh, conference stuff as well. I also reckon now's a good time just to sort of uh, you know jump on and see if there's any uh, new Christian books that have been uh, released. Maybe that could just be some fodder or some help, helpful thinking into a sermon series or helpful uh, thinking into sort of some new ways of thinking about something. So, you know, find a um, find a book and maybe, you know, read that book over, um, you know, over term three as well. And re- again, read it with others. Excellent. Well, that is another episode of The One Thing brought to you by Rex Australia. I'm Derek Hanna. I'm Scott Sanders. Chat soon. <laughs>